It is 17 minutes after 6 o'clock. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. My name is Darren Pritchett. Let's talk some local basketball. We're joined by the head basketball coach at South Bend Adams, Chad Johnston. Sixth year at Adams, a record of 92 and 56, 21 years as a high school basketball coach, 200 and 87 victories. And South Bend Adams will make the short trip over to the cave to take on the Mishawaka Cavemen in a non-conference game with also, I guess, a little sectional flair to it since they are both in the Laporte sectional. And you can hear Adams and Mishawaka tomorrow night at 7.30 on our sister station, 96.1 The Ten. I'm going to be filling in for Brian Miller, so I'll get to talk about all the excellence of Coach Johnson's strategy in tomorrow night's game. Coach, good to be with you. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. Thanks, Darren. Excuse me. You betcha. Greatly appreciate your time. As always, boy, oh boy, Coach, the NIC is always very difficult, but there are some high-end basketball teams in your league this year. How would you describe the gauntlet you guys have gone through? Oh, it's been it's been extremely extremely tough. Um, there's some really high quality teams as well as some really high quality individual players. That it's really um, when I'm watching them on film or in person scouting, um, you're just kind of taken back um, uh, about some of the talent we have around here, which is very exciting for the NIC uh, and the northern uh, part of the state. So I'm really impressed with uh, our conference this year. It's extremely tough. Um, night in and night out if you're playing an NIC team, and you have to be ready to play. So it, I think that's just going to help us prepare us for the end of the month here. I think uh, that's a really, really good thing. Part of the process of being a high school basketball coach, talent cycles through so quickly. Just, you know, recently, sectional champions. Now a little different yeah. feel to this year's team. How has your team grown from the start of the year to the one that Mishawaka will face tomorrow night? Right. Um, uh a lot of juniors and a couple of seniors, but a lot of them um, have not had a lot of that um, experience. Let's put it like that. They may have been role players last year, where now they're kind of pushed up to the front, um, and they've grown over the past couple months. Um, I always look at practice and how much better they get, and the games are great, but I'm really happy to see individual growth in each kid um, as we continue to go through the season. Yes, they have some if there's games that they don't play well or practice well. It's trying to get consistency um, with their effort and energy every day at practice. And some of them, 60, 17-year-old kids, it's hard to get that out on a consistent basis. But I'm really happy um, prior to the Penn game how we were trending. We were trending up. Um, and I told the kids that the energy and practice, our effort um, in games um, was great. Um, now we've kind of last couple games we really haven't played well together we haven't shot well we haven't defended well all those things you need to do to be to win another sectional so um today was probably one of our better practices we've had um so i think i'm really happy where they bounce back after a long weekend um so yes yeah, so a lot of guys have not played uh significant minutes there and i'm really happy uh with pocket of them some days it's one kid now it's another so if we get them all consistent um in the next two or three two weeks um i'll be really happy because they they know it's a sense of urgency especially our couple of seniors that we have it's interesting i'm listening to you talk about the last couple of games things had not gone as well as right before 
the Penn game. In your 21 years as a head coach, is there something you always rely on or go to in practice when a team goes into a funk? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's different drills you can do. Um, I'm not saying lighten up the mood, but they're fun defensive drills uh, where it's competitive, which we always try to make it competitive in practice. But uh, as a coach, you don't need to be wound tight up in these situations. Everybody knows we're not winning the NIC, and that's okay. We need to get start getting prepared. So different things we do in practice, uh, we kind of – um, not say loosen up, but we have a little bit more fun, uh, and then we get back to business, which we did today. And uh, guys were diving on the loose balls; they were taking charges. I we had a charge drill today that we always do in practice, and we didn't do it today because we took five or six charges in practice. So um, I'm really, really happy with you know it's could be great today and then terrible tomorrow. But you're dealing with <laughs> 16, 17, 18 year old kids, so you got to take the good with the bad, and know you just can coach them. Um, what you believe, and uh, sometimes they take it around with it, and sometimes they're stagnant. But uh, I'm really, really happy um, with our guys. Uh, one of our one of our seniors tonight really showed some great leadership. Is Jeremiah Love? We played football, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Just really happy with. And one of our we have two two freshmen that are playing some varsity minutes, one starting, and really took them today and uh, kind of put wrapped his arm around him and kind of just guided him guided him along when he was struggling so not not you know prompted by any coach or anybody else um just really really happy with to see some of our leadership of our uh, our seniors helping our our freshmen out which is great to see yeah. um that's just growth and and and, and i love it uh, that our guys are uh, doing that and it's not the coaches all the time trying to help out the young young kids Coach, you realize if they were consistent, did everything right the same day, you'd be bored. You'd be bored. They're just keeping yeah. you honest and excited, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good point. One of uh, a couple of years ago, as you know, we were pretty pretty decent. And yeah. one, one of my assistants said, you know, we just had to push a lot of buttons with that group. Now it's just a great challenge to get try to get them where you, you want them to be. And uh, you see pockets and flashes of it in practice and in games, but it's just not over a four quarter period constant consistency which i think we're i think we're going to get there may not may not get to, you know get to the championship or whatever i just think i'm really happy with the progress this group has made and you also we lose our leading score last year you moved to texas and that kind of that oh. hurts all those little things but people lose you know injuries or whatever so there's no excuses involved it's just uh uh it's tough when you got an inexperienced group but they're growing as as the year goes on, which I'm really excited about. My guest is Chad Johnson, head coach of South Bend Adams. They'll play at Mishawaka tomorrow night on 96-1 the ton. So, Coach, you've got Mishawaka tomorrow. You've got one more conference game later in the week. You host Riley. Then you've got an interesting non-conference game to wrap up the regular season against Maryville. At this moment, it's February 13th. You're a couple of weeks away from the start of the sectional. Are you starting to turn your attention now to getting this team ready for sectional play? Yes, absolutely. That's 100% right. Um, and we're in, in, in saying that, we're looking at different combinations with kids, um, who plays well together, whose plus minus is really good by, in the game, um, who's not playing well together, you know, like who, who plays uh, in pockets together when our plus plus is plus 10 or 15, you know, who's playing well together. So, yes, we are doing that. We're kind of evaluating on the um, every two days to see where everybody is, um, especially after games we sit down coaching staff's done a really good job of kind of uh, pinpointing that. So we're kind of mixing a lot of 
and I don't like to use the word experience, a lot of freshmen, it was a lot of seniors, two or three of them, that um, you're going to get inconsistency as a freshman because uh, a lot of their eight-grade group was done <laughs> done at this time last year around <laughs> Christmas. So they're you're learning they're learning how to continue to play um, when normally their season is probably probably over with uh, if they're playing in South Bend at, at Christmas time or, or a little bit after. So mixing those seniors and juniors with a couple sophomores and two or three freshmen that um, it, it, it it's gonna you're gonna have some growing pain. So yes, we are definitely um, gearing towards uh, the sectional. Um, we played a couple uh, sectional opponents already. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, obviously, we'll play another one um, when we play you guys tomorrow. But I really want to see the best, and that's why we schedule games like Maryville. I try to, we try to make our non-conference schedule as most difficult as it can be, so you're ready come, come, you know, come sectional time. And that's all, in my opinion, that's all anybody remembers. You can go 24-0 in the regular season and lose that first round or second round or whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's all anybody remembers. Uh, and it's it's sad, but that's kind of our nature of our society. I know I've talked to a lot of people, and they look at the LaPorte sectional, which is Adams, Riley, Michigan City, Plymouth, LaPorte, Mishawaka. It seems like a wide-open sectional because you can pinpoint each team. There are moments they look like, wow, they could win the sectional. Other moments, wow, mm-hmm. they're struggling. It feels like anybody can beat anybody. I would just kind of get – your general thoughts, I know we're doing this a little early ahead of the sectional. You have regular season games left, but just a, a general thought on the competition level in that sectional coming up. Yeah, it's 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 wide open. I totally agree with you. It's not like um, there's a clear-cut favorite to, to win it. Um, and I think um, if you would tell me Team A could win it, I would say, yeah, you, you could make great arguments about that. Or Team B can win it. You Anybody in the sectional, if they get hot, can play well for two to three games uh, and win the thing. So that is what kind of our focus on. And the kids, I we've, we've kind of talked about that ever since before Christmas, just getting prepared. When we go to tournaments, we go play somewhere. Um, this is just helping us playing two games in one day or whatever it is, just to get us prepared uh, for regionals or whatever that, that may be. But it's, it's definitely uh, wide open. Um, and I think – Anybody, if they get hot at the right time, can win the thing. Uh, and that's kind of exciting. Um, it's really exciting uh, because a lot of sections you see around our area, there's probably a clear-cut favorite going into it. Um, uh, and there, I don't think there's, that's the case with ours. Uh, I think it could be, uh, it could be, it could go any way. I'm going to ask you a very difficult question. I'm not looking for who's the best player, but I'm just wondering as someone who – has coached for 21 years in this area, and recently we've had players like Demetrius Jackson, Blake Wesley, and now Marcus Burton, who is a Mr. Basketball candidate. Just the impact these players had at the high school level, and and I I don't want you to compare necessarily, but is is Burton right there with DJ and Wesley who have gone on to have great professional careers? Yeah, yeah, he definitely is, and I wouldn't—I probably wouldn't have said this statement last year at this time. He is just on watching film, seeing him in person. It's just a different level, and I actually saw a glimpse of it this summer when we played uh, it at Carmel in the summertime with our and Westfield with our with our summer our, our high school kids, and they were playing Cathedral. He just played in a different a different gear. It was a different level. Um, now the 
three, I'm not, like you said, I'm not comparing, but they're different. When you look at Blake, he has a different body style than, than, um, uh, Marcus does totally different body style, but he is just as explosive as Blake was. Um, he's just as quick as Blake is. I mean, all those things he can shoot, uh, I haven't seen a kid like that. And, I mean, DJ was really good, and it's hard because I, I got him when I was at Washington. We mm-hmm. keep competing against against Washington. And I, I forget sometimes, but he's because Marcus just fresh in my head. But the kid's special. I mean, he's flat-out special. And I think he's, he's going to have a really good uh, college career. And I think he's, he, can, he can do some big things in college. because He kind of reminds me a little bit, if you remember, because um, I coached him a couple of All-Star games, is Nick Moore. He kind of really oh, yeah. did Nick Moore. Oh, wow. Um, uh, his explosiveness, his able to change pace, uh, his shot has improved from last year tremendously. He's just really, really all-around great players. Defense, he distributes um, pretty much all you want in a guard or point guard. He has it. He has it. So I'm very, we're very, very fortunate to watch this um, these last these last couple of years. Um, and it's just a – it's just fun to watch. I mean, you gotta, if you really love basketball, you're not jealous or envious. You appreciate somebody like him and somebody like Blake. You appreciate those those type of guys, uh, especially being in the northern part of the state. Yeah, you mentioned Nick Moore. I looked him up real quick. He averaged 13 points a game between his stops at Illinois State and SMU, so he had a really, really yeah. good Division One career. And, Coach, I would imagine – one more question for you really quick here as we start to wind things okay. down. When, when you talk about – what Al Rhodes has built at Penn with Burton being the centerpiece, but it's not like you just stop him. The problem is they have weapons all over the place, right? No, that's very true. And we've competed against Penn for the past, I mean, my team, whatever we coach, whatever, for 21 years. This by far, and I was around when, you know, Dean Foster coached, Mm -hmm. you know, just different guys in between there a little bit. But this by far, is the best, and just take Marcus out of the situation. This is by far the best Penn team I've seen, hands down, hands down. Because um, what makes them so effective is they're just not the, the top five. They have height, they have length, um, and they also have depth. And that is very, very critical as far as you know making a you know a tournament run. I think they uh, they really, really have all the pieces to make a run at this. Um, and I hope they do. I mean, if we don't do it, obviously, I hope somebody yep. like uh, I'm rooting for. And I'm just saying that just honestly, I root, you got to root for some, somebody like that. So we can, it represents the Northern part of our state, but a lot of stuff happens in sections. You can't control it. <laughs> yeah. That may not happen, yeah. but I'm, it's not going to be us. I definitely want it to be somebody that can, that can make things built for it. And they're built for it um, to get down there and, and, and make a run at this because it would be great for our, our, our area. Well said. Coach, let's leave with this. Adams and Mishawaka tomorrow night. What type of game do you think the fans are going to witness at the cave? Yeah, um, I'm really impressed with the, the, the coach, the new coach um, at, uh, at Mishawaka. He's done a really good job. In the four, actually, I just was watching film before you called at school, and I'm just really impressed with what they've done. Um, they, they've they, they share the ball, it looks like, a lot of on film at times. Um, and they really look good in pockets, just like we look good in pockets. Uh, but I'm, uh, I think you're going to see a, um, a little bit of an up-and-down game. But also, if we don't have anything, we need to be patient. We are taking too many threes um, in the last two games. Um, they are um, – they have a guard. They got some shooters. Uh, they got a couple posts. 
so they have a they've had a successful season. Um, but I I think you're going to see kind of an up and down game. But if you don't if if it doesn't get to that, uh, they definitely run their sets well, and hopefully we do, we we do as well. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of a good gauge for us because they've kind of played in the NLC and see where we stand uh, after this rough weekend. I think uh, we've learned from this weekend, um, and I think we want to try to get a couple here before sure. you know sectional on uh, on the couple weeks. Well, Coach, good to catch up with you. Greatly appreciate you taking the time to join me here on the program and looking forward to visiting with you a couple of minutes tomorrow night. Sounds great, Darren. Thank you. Thank you, Coach, very much. South Bend Adams basketball coach Chad Johnston, the Eagles, and Mishawaka tomorrow night. Pre-game right around 7.05, opening tip right around 7.30. You can hear the game on 96.1 The Ton. 26 minutes in front of 7 o'clock at WSBT.